0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Blessings, 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 and a gracious good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever time it is right now where you're hearing the sound of my voice. I pray that God is blessing you with his glory and his goodness and his presence because that's what we need on a moment-by-moment daily basis. Welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Elder Colette James, and as always, hallelujah, it is always a, a blessing and a privilege for me to share the airwaves with my beautiful co-host, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you, my sister?
2: Oh, sis, I thank God. Uh, I, uh, I thank God for an awesome day. But it, it kind of ties in with the show, what things happen to you sometimes, catastrophic events or different things in your life that make you change. And I picked I picked up the phone today and someone told me, a, a, someone I knew, a dear friend passed away. Hmm. Before I can do that, I called another friend to go check them and see how they were doing, and they had a loss before i can go back to my department after my lunch break then i found out a good dear friend of mine she suffered a loss her granddaughter so even though all this is happening i'm not going to lie to you, my soul i'm hurt i'm hurting for the people that i love people i say they're my friends i'm just we have to open up our eyes and realize that this is serious life is yeah. serious yeah. It's just so time, so much time to enjoy people for who they are and stop talking about what we're going to do and saying that we are. And, because when it's over, it's over. And it's too late then to say, I love you, or too late then to say, I care. Don't mm-hmm. speak big words like that. So to say that, please forgive me, I didn't mean to be a Debbie Downer. Mm-mm. Thank you so much for always a beautiful introduction, beautiful. And I love you so much. So tell me, how are you doing right now?
1: You know, I am um I guess I'm in a very reflective place. Um my and I know we haven't had a chance to talk, but my husband actually um took very ill suddenly on um Thursday night and I had to call 911 and they came and took him to the hospital. Um and it just it, it was I guess these past couple of days have just really been um, just mind-blowing at how quickly things can turn. Um, we, When I got off work, I came home, we had dinner, we laughed, we talked, you know, and before the night was over, he was completely disoriented and couldn't talk to me and um, couldn't answer any questions, just, you know, just crazy. It, it was just really really surreal um and it like i said and in a a flash in a twinkling of an eye you know there was a change um we weren't out it wasn't an car accident nothing just suddenly you know this change um he winded up literally thursday night he no covid they still don't know really what's wrong um, but he actually, once we got to the hospital, he winded up on a ventilator because um, um, he because of his being so God, because of him being so disoriented, um, and then he began to regurgitate, and so they were afraid that he would um, acerbate, um, and so they put him on a a ventilator. So it, it was just, I mean, it's like I'm sitting there, and with everything that's going on right now, they, um, I couldn't go back to see them. I'm just sitting in a waiting room and, you know, and praying. Like, it, it was like they came to get me so I could go back there to see them, and instead of coming to get me to go back in the back, they um the doctor was like i was coming to take you back in the back but instead i have to ask your permission to put him on a ventilator so i mean it was just things just kept happening <laughs> and it's like you know like i said it was like a surreal um experience um thanks be unto god he got off the ventilator yesterday um i'm grateful his levels are are good now but when he got to the hospital his and this is the, the the greatness of God. He got to the hospital. His blood sugar level was 560. His blood pressure was over 200, um, had a temperature of 102.9. And, I mean, like I said, this just like boom all of a sudden. Um, it, it's just amazing. Again, I, I thank God for his graciousness. Um, because, you know, he is still in the land of the living. It's like, oh, my goodness. I mean, all of these things could have taken him out, and it didn't. Um, he's still in, in a place of confusion. He's still not um, responding to commands like um, they would ask him to, like the the nurse would ask him to squeeze her hand, and instead he would just repeat squeeze. He never would squeeze her hand. But thanks again, un- to God this morning when they took the phone in and I was on speaker, he responded to my voice. It was like, hey, baby, how are you? And he immediately, the nurse said, turned and looked at the phone. We heard him audibly say hi. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, it's like, you know, you know that God is in, in, he's doing what he needs to do. We know that, you know, all will be well. But again, it's like. Things that really can change your perspective because they're eye-opening experiences. Um, I know that everybody that um, has a a significant other or a spouse can, can relate to how sometimes you can be very short patient. Sometimes you can just be like, oh, my God, do I really need to deal with this, you know, kind of thought um in the midst of the relationship but then when when something happens it causes you to like look at the relationship in a whole different term and to you better come uh, on you know appreciate you know and I know you can relate cuz I know you and and Jerry had a scare last year and it but it's like you know it's um, um it's amazing how your perspective of an individual changes if you're threatened with that individual not being around. And you know, I wanted to I wanted to talk about it because on on several different levels and one of those levels are is, you know, why does it take something scary like that to cause you to appreciate the gifts that God gives us? You know, um to, to see things differently. This is just one perspective, what you were just sharing with, you know, your friends and losing people. And, you know, um, it just it changes the importance of different things in your life. You know, what what is really important? What, you know, what
2: should we really just focus on, <laughs> you
1: know? Um, and so – I just really, you know, I know that you and I aren't the only ones that have had this experience. I know our listeners and other people are out there. But I want to, to just encourage people that eye-opening experiences could come in many different forms. But I think that we need to do more reflection and appreciation prior to getting into these situations than what we do. So that's that's kind of you know where I wanted to go with this, and um, please share your thoughts.
2: Hello. Uh huh. I'm here. You know, I I don't I, I'm like it. My mouth is dropping open because I I love your husband. He's that's my brother. I, I love mm-hmm. him with all my heart, and this listening me to me as well. So I'm shocked with everybody else, and I'm just at all. But I thank God for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit does give you utterance to pray for things that you know not. And there's so many times that I have just breaking into prayer and praise with God this week and not knowing because I was in my spirit lifting up my girlfriend Pam at the loss of her granddaughter. My, uh, my, my my girlfriend, Miss Ruby, the loss of her only child, Miss Stephanie, and I loved her. Loss of another friend of mine. It was an animal, but guess what? They're like their kids too. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm hearing this about my brother. And let me say something to you. I didn't really, I loved my husband, but I didn't feel like I, you know, maybe I, I wasn't. I'm going to be honest with everybody. Just keep it real my respect and sometimes I get agitated with him more than maybe I should have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes we disregard things. And I thank God that he can yank our chain to make us realize that what we have is more valuable than what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know, in these days that we live, we trying so hard to still chase that high of degrees and being successful, what we call success and what the world has allowed us to call success through mm-hmm. the media, social media, and different people that we're around, and, we, you know, and our wants and needs and what we know in our hearts that God showed us. We want all that to line up a certain way. So we are out there on that chase. Nothing wrong with that, people, at all. But sometimes I feel what happens is it takes something catastrophic to yank you or to shake you, not choose this per se. I'm saying anybody mm-hmm. to make you say what's more important. See, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I told you, you know, I was always kept it real with you guys. I always thought that positions and in, in entitlement and different things like that, that meant something. But I'd rather live off a less and have something that's true and something that is, will burn in my memories as something good than to have all the riches of the world. That's why the Lord says, what does it benefit a man? to gain the whole world and lose his soul. Yes, this is what this show is all about now. Because, you know, we forget the Mm -hmm. true value sometimes of what we have in our face. And I know that the Lord has been speaking to me for the last year and some change. And I thank God for that because now I realize, you know what? If you never bless me with that house on a hill, it's not because you can't. I know you're God. You can. You have me where I need to be right now. And no matter how much I look around and see my friends that are in success and what they call success, you still didn't forget about me. Hmm. So that's been my prayer. And I don't mean to out-talk this, but, you know, I'm telling you, you when you told me that, that hit me. And then as soon as I, you you text me, all these things start happening. Hmm. I thank God for His mercy and grace, even still in these times, people. Yeah. He's coming to get His children. This is happening. Everybody yeah. say the rapture. What do you think it is? Every time somebody leaves this earth, you seen them, you don't see them no more. You mm. think it's gonna be like in the movies where they clothes drop and you just see the clothes a pile of clothes. He said, "One of them go on the roof, one to be in the house, one gonna leave, and one going stay." Yeah. But he's trying to make us realize now, that we, so we can love, so we can let that person know that we adore them, so we can appreciate them. You don't, you can't get all that in when they die, when they're gone. It's time to slow down sometimes and smell the flowers and the roses. This is passionate to me.
0: Mhm,
2: mhm. Because I promise you guys, I've had many catastrophic events in my life to yank my chain. When I was in the world, and I had a man tell me, "What are you doing?" God said, "Why are you breaking his heart like that?" Mm-hmm. I'm going to go make some money. I thought I'm high, and he talked. And God spoke to me. That was catastrophic to me. And if you don't stop, and what I said, he said, "I can't even begin to tell you what I see." Hmm. So it's many different times that God yanks your chain to get your attention. Maybe you're driving too fast on the freeway and a car jumped in front of you. Have y'all ever had that happen? You slam on your brakes. You're like, woo, yep. whoo, whoo, Lord. You know what he's saying? Slow down. Mm. Have you ever talked crazy to a person and then all of a sudden that person ain't in your life no more, however it happened, mm. Let me tell you something. The worst thing in the world. It's to say something crazy or your last words are something crazy to a person. Now they gone. Mm-hmm, you can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the devil will take that and beat the hell out of you to, to the day you die. You don't want that. Not that he's all powerful. He's doing anything he can to, to steal, kill, and destroy you yeah. well, wake up, we do want to hear what you got to say about it. What's happening to you guys in life as well to make you say, you know what? God is real. I told my boss today, I said, he said, can you, Ms. G, how you feeling? I said, you know what? When I got up this morning, I didn't even want to come to work today. I started grumbling a little bit, and the Lord said, uh, I can make, I said, nope, you ain't got no, love you, you ain't got no, I'm happy. You're going to take this shower. Thank you, Jesus, for the strength in my body to get up and Man. move. Up. Thank you for okay, a job. you got to say that. Yep, thank you for a job, and thank you for allowing this job to survive, take care of things that have to take care of. Lord, you ain't got to tell me twice. Thank you, Jesus, for maturity, I said, because that was a time I would have battled it all the way down, and you would have had to knock me down and kill me and slay me. But now you're saying, okay, you get it, don't you? Yes, Lord, I do. You ain't got to tell me again. I love when my husband says it best. He goes, you're maturing, aren't you? You're growing up. Hmm. So hmm. Sister, Tell me your take now because all this is happening when I was telling everybody and you, everybody prayed. They made me feel like they had my husband had a death sentence. And I finally looked at this man and went, What? If you take him away, what if? No way. Let me tell you, if you ever get in a situation like that, it don't matter if it's for that, your baby cubs, your children, grandchildren, whatever it is. That's when God does things to make you rise up and go, not today, Satan.
1: Man, man. You man. Was,
2: oh, you thought I was asleep? Oh, you thought I was asleep, didn't you? Not today, Satan. Okay, now you think you didn't really woke me up? You think you didn't really did something? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet.
0: Hmm. Now I'm a threat to you.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, y'all.
2: Um... Please just understand.
1: Okay, at home.
2: <laughs> it's okay, look. But that's you said keep it real, didn't you? It's keep real it talk show. That's keep real. real.
1: <laughs> and and this apartment is not like the house where you can put the dog out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's okay. But we do thank God
1: for that apartment. Amen. Serious. Um and yeah, she barks at everything, every noise she hears out there. But you know, um you asked me a question. You asked me, you know, what is my perspective now? Um, I think I have more patience. Um, I think I'll be more attentive to um, to follow up and make sure he's doing what he needs to do. Um, because sometimes I get really agitated. I, I'm, I, I allow myself to get under pressure, okay? Um, and I say that because... We have the ability to draw the lines, okay, around us to make sure that we don't, um, we don't um, just, you know, get overwhelmed with with life, you know. Um, but yet and still, I, you know, I I, I allow my job to be pressure. Dealing with my family is always something going on. I told my daughter last week, she called me to tell me something about my grandson, and I was just like, you know what? I have given all of y'all to the Lord, and I refuse to take you back. I'm like, I am trying to to change my perspective on how I handle situations Mm -hmm. and things, okay? But it's like I because of everything that that I'm always dealing with, sometimes I'm not as patient with him as I need to be. I get into this mode of, that's a grown man, he needs to be on top of his own stuff, you know. Um, But I have to also keep in mind that, you know, God has blessed this union so that we can also take care of each other. You know, to look out for each other, to recognize that um, we are we are assigned. Our ministry our ministry starts at home first, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately, we have a tendency that we'll minister to everybody else before we minister to those in our home, especially our men. And sometimes that even leaks over to our children, you know, and we have to get to a place of my ministry starts at home, my servanthood starts at home. And this is part of the awakening that I find myself going through over these past few days, you know. Um, I think that you learn, you know, really, what do you really feel about somebody? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah, I, I know I love my husband, but really how important is this individual to you? Seriously, you know? Um, we can love all kinds of things, but how important is it to you? And what has happened with everything that is, has, you know, happened over these past couple of days is just like, oh, okay, well, so like, there is a greater importance than i had given it credence okay he is much more important to me than i than i had given credence to you know um, i think especially when you have history like we have and we've been through so much sometimes you become a little jaded you know, sometimes even though you feel you have forgiven and you have put things in the past, sometimes the past causes you um, not, to, not to be as receptive, I guess is a way to put it, um, than that you would be if you didn't have that kind of a past with somebody. And it has caused me, like I said, to really reflect and say, you know what, this person is a lot more important to me than I think I even gave credence. okay? I don't want to lose him, you know? Um, I don't want to lose his love. I don't want to lose his presence. And um, and that that puts a whole new perspective. You know, because if you're walking around thinking, "I can do with or without," which has always been my my stance, and then something happens and you decide, "Well, you know what I really don't want to do without you know what I'm saying it changes it changes how you see things, so yeah, that's what it what has occurred I want
2: to with. I want to interject on that. I want to talk to you guys out there, and if you ever, please, this is the time to listen to this show because I'm going to tell you something. I've been knowing my sister, my god sister, my friend, my foe sometimes. I know that I've driven her crazy and so many different things, but she, this was not easy for her to say this because what she's telling you is the truth. And when she say This is giving her a different perspective, and she's telling you guys this from her heart because I was the same way. And what we maybe this is just turn into maybe a spouse or a fiance or a child or whatever it is to make you guys realize this is serious. This is real. Mm -hmm. God is showing us He's yanking our chains. He's He's letting us know right now. You know what I'm saying? You losing. You lose. Okay, let me get you back on track Mm -hmm. because you're losing what this is really all about. And what my sister said is the truth. I remember crying and praying, and we'll have another show on this. But let's talk about, let's just bring this into perspective about relationships, friendships, or whatever it is. We take things for granted. Mm -hmm. We get so tied up in our world. You know what I'm saying? We want everybody to pray for us. We want everybody to be there for us. Mm -hmm. And we get lost trying to find ourselves, I know how easy it is because I wasn't the kind of person that cared about myself. Now I'm starting to do that. I realize that I lose perspective. Mm. I still have to, every day I'm sitting here, I, I realize I'm not going to lie to anybody. My attitude at first was he can leave. He don't like it. Go." Mm. No. Mm-hmm. That was my word. You mm-hmm. don't like it. Leave. What's the problem? Why are you taking so long hitting the door? Until the Lord showed me a different door, and I was like, hold on a minute. Uh-uh, hold up. <laughs> Don't go. Yeah. You know what I tell him now when I'm mad? I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to sit right here, here if I have to get on your nerves, but I ain't going nowhere. You're mm. going to sit down somewhere, too, and I go find another space. Because one thing I realize is I want to enjoy you for the time that God has given me you. Yeah, And I, this is one of the promises that he promised me. And this is what I want to appreciate because this is a gift from God. And Mm -hmm. one thing he told me one day, you guys, I was praying about my husband. You know what he said? At least I gave you something to work with. I said, what? He said, at least I gave you something to work with. And let me tell you, you think because people got money, because people have status, they're in marriages, they look good on the outside. You think they're really happy sometimes? I'm not telling you some of them not. But the majority of them are not. Mm-hmm. and stop looking at other people's situations and relationships and thinking you're the only one that's having it bad. Some right. people just know how to cover it up a little bit better than you. That's right. That's right. So don't let it take a catastrophic event. You know, I was watching something on the news. A young man got murdered his, and I heard his mom crying. They, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. I didn't get a chance to tell him I love you. They took him from me. Excuse me? He hmm. was gone before he left. If you didn't get a chance to tell that person you love them, you didn't get a chance. Let me tell you one: you the Lord puts somebody on my heart. Now I call him. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just tell half the time, half the people don't call me back. You right, mm-hmm. and whatever it is, you know what I tell them: I don't want to talk on the phone longer. I just want to tell you I love you. Yeah, it's not tomorrow. It's not promised to you. That's why yeah. these things are happening. Because, like you're saying, sis, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at my husband's like, he can handle it. He can the be all right. And the Lord showed me, really? Okay, let me show you something. Bam, I was like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody to pray. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. Lord, please don't do this to me. Please. You know my heart couldn't take it.
0: Mm. He said,
2: really? Okay, mm. so now you have a heart about this thing? Yes, Lord, I do. Okay, because I was letting you know this whole time, it's been about a heart thing. So it is a heart say, issue. Really Yep, it oh, is yes, a heart I'm issue. Yeah, no, no, it's a hard I was
1: just agreeing with you. I, I'm enjoying everything you're saying, and I'm disagreeing because yes, it is a heart issue,
2: definitely. I'm gonna say this, everybody. It just don't take this that. It can take you losing a job. Mm-hmm. It can take something happening where you've been at your church all these years and you gotta leave. Whatever it is. It's all about a heart issue. And one thing about God, he don't want anything to take precedence over who he is in our lives. We're forgetting that in the world it's about love. Mm. Loving people, not judging people. We mm. should have another show on that alone, love and judgment.
1: Yeah, that's good. Because yes. what people
2: don't know is, I guarantee mm-hmm. 96% of the world suffers from judging others. That is so true. Yes, we do. And you know what we say? I don't know about y'all, but I made them excuses. I ain't talking about them. I'm just saying it. I didn't say that. I was just telling the truth. Hmm. I didn't do this. God knows. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Because I promise you something. The word of God says wars and rumors of wars. Do you think it's just in Afghanistan? Let's pray for them. And in mm-hmm. Haiti? Let's pray for them. And in different places, you think that's what it's really all about? Wars and rumors of wars within yourself. What's going on in your own life? All right. The wars. And guess what? The rumors of wars. Please stop and smell the roses. If, you Already know, as you were saying on, that, something dropped in my spirit.
1: because um, we, We're always talking about the battlefield of the mind. But the word of God says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So even though we talk about the battlefield of the mind, the war starts in our heart. It starts in our heart. And then it goes to our thoughts. So as you were just saying, it it is the honest to God truth. You know, um, the battles, the battles that we go through, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. And there's no getting around it you know if there's absolutely no getting around it if our heart is not right if our first and foremost if our heart is not right with God then we're in trouble and then once we get our heart straight with the Lord it doesn't stop stop with him we've got to get our heart straight in our relationships we've got to um understand what when when you say you love someone. And when the Lord has put in his word that we are to um, love our neighbor as ourselves, we have to understand and break down what that neighbor part is. And as you just said, Tam, which is really, really important, where you're just learning how um, you're just learning how to love yourself. So if you don't, if you don't learn how to love yourself first, okay, um, then how are you going to love your neighbor? How are you going to love your spouse? How are you going to love your children? You see, we even, like, and and especially women, okay, and, and men, this is no diss to you at all, but we as women, because we have that nurturing, um, Part, part of us, we as women, will put everything and everybody before ourselves and, and think it's okay because we're sacrificing for everybody around us. But if we don't learn how to love ourselves, how are we properly loving others? How are we properly respecting and reverencing them? We first have to learn to respect and reverence ourselves. And with that, because I want, I want to love you the way I love me. I want you to love me the way Christ loves me. I want to, to, to be the example of God's love in the earth realm. And that starts with me. Not in a selfish manner where it's, it's all about me and everybody has to bow to me. No, in the manner of Christ said, make us one, as he and the Father are one. Mm-hmm. So in our love for ourselves, we are loving ourselves as Christ loved us. And because of that, we can utilize and use that same love, turn it around, and love others in that same manner. And in that comes the patience and the respect and the reverence one for another. But it has to start with understanding the love that God has for us. It has to start with respecting what love really is. And there's many different kinds of love. There is the agape love that God has. There's that silos. there's that, you know, the, the love that we share with friends, there's the love that we share, that intimate love that we share with our mates, there's the, the love of a parent to a child. All these different components of love have different ramifications attached to it, but the, the, the foundation of it has to be the love of God, the love that he has for us. So once we can get to that point and we can understand, oh, you know what, you know that I can take it or leave it kind of love is not the love of God, but it's our defense mechanism. I know it's yours, Pam. You know it's mine. That, hey, you can go at any time. It's like, you know, I don't need you. You're here because I want you here, but I can do without you. It's a defense mechanism. It's what we have utilized and put around our heart to try and keep from the, the pain that we have felt in the past, past betrayal, past hurts. But that's not the God kind of love. God don't say I can take you or leave you. It's truth. And sometimes, you know, because we walk in that defense mechanism, we don't realize that it's really not what we feel. And and these are the things, like when things happen, like we're talking about right now, then that's when that defense mechanism goes totally out the window. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, no, I don't really want to do without you. I I don't want a permanent separation. You know, I can go and take a trip and come back, we cool, okay? But so when we're talking about a permanent separation where there is no coming back from, then that's a whole different ball game. And sometimes these jokes have to happen for us to be even true to ourselves. Sometimes you have to, and, and thank God for his love that it, it's not always that finality of I'm taking this person and you really can't come back from this. Sometimes it's just that joke that you need to say, you know what, okay, I need to be more tolerant. I need to be more appreciative. And I've been working on that. This is the honest to God truth. I have been working on being more appreciative of the gift that God had given me in my husband for the past couple of years, um, literally like consciously trying to work at it, but not, I, I don't think I had given it my all as I should have. Okay. And what this has done is saying, you know what? Yeah. There's a, there's another level I need to go to. There's another level of appreciation of this gift. You know, because what God gives us is gifts in different people. And like you said, even with jobs, you know, we're constantly complaining. We're complaining about our spouses. We're complaining about our children. We're complaining about our jobs. We're complaining, 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 and not recognizing, okay, God, you've given me a gift in this. How How do I treat the gift? Is it precious? Do I treat it as being a precious gift or do I just discard it like it doesn't mean anything? Like an ugly sweater you get for Christmas, you put it in the bottom drawer, you don't give it away just because it was a gift, but you don't ever wear it either because you don't like it. So it doesn't mean anything to you, but it meant something from the person that gave it to you because they gave it to you from their heart. So we've got to learn to be more appreciative of the gifts that God is giving us. And those eye-opening situations will cause us to step back and change our perspective, change our perspective, which is exactly what we have to do, exactly what we have to do. So, um, you know, sis, what's your take on on things that we can work at to change our perspective in the meantime, like before something catastrophic has to happen?
2: Well, you know, I'm going to tell everybody, sometimes that's what it takes. I'm, I'm a hard-headed person. I'm a hard-headed Christian. Um, I've, I've learned that, and, I, and I'll accept that. It's like somebody saying I'm an alcoholic or I'm a drug addict. I'm going to tell you guys, I've learned on my journey, I've been very hard-headed and stiff-necked. And I'm willing to admit that to everybody because I know that now, and that's when I know deliverance is nigh. When you can really admit to yourself that there's something going on. See, you know what I love? I love the scripture in 2 Corinthians when he said, for I shall deliver them from them all.
0: Mm-hmm. And if
2: Corlett well, will tell you our godmother used to read to us we call her about something going on she have us getting that word with her and she make you say that scripture and you don't think because she wasn't in that bible with you that you you start reading something else and she tell you no you in this verse you read uh, you on the wrong page Put the page mm-hmm. I, I know that's how she used to talk to me because i tested her a couple of times she let me know don't play okay because if i don't know nobody else i know jesus and the word of god you hear me so what I'm saying is that's one of the verses that she used to have me read all the time, for he shall deliver us from them all. That's why you were talking since he put it in my spirit, and, and this is what he wanted me to say to you guys. I said I shall deliver you from them all. I won't leave one stone unturned. And if we have a heart problem or a whatever problem, we thank God for the God above that will get us straight. Mm-hmm. In the midst of what we are. Let me tell you something, sis. I've been watching you on Facebook and just seeing the the marvelous blessings of how God is putting your family together like a puzzle. And I'm, like, tripped out, and I know everybody else can say the same thing. I'm like, they look just alike. Oh, my God. Or that's her smile or that's her this, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've been knowing you. So I see how God has been doing things. I thank God for in our lives, sometimes what has happened to us in our lives that we felt unloved or displaced, and the enemy tried to speak lies to us and tell us what we were unloved and displaced and how he has manifested, God has manifested his greatness above the devil and bringing things back into our lives that complete us. Well, you know, sometimes, like you saying we get caught up with our children, I, and, and while you were speaking, the Lord said to me, tell some women out there that sometimes because you make more money than your husband or your position is even greater than your husband, do not belittle his value or his worth. Because one thing about it, that is so easy to get caught up in, ladies, and I'm speaking to the ladies because sometimes when men get money, they make us feel the same way. And then mm-hmm. when we, the tables turn and we're on top, then Sometimes we don't mean to, but that spirit jumps out and begin to, to, uh, I want to say act and react before we know it, and in our hearts we don't realize it because now it's easy to justify it. You know, I was talking to my husband yesterday, and I was telling him something, and he and I said something. And I said, "See, now you know how I feel." Mm-hmm. So now he felt like I did that because I wanted to get back at him. But what I was telling him was, it just happened because you need to see. Sometimes you do the same thing. See, I don't have a problem, ladies, with opening my mouth and tell my husband, sometimes I don't, I don't feel valued with you. I don't feel loved. And it's not about materialistic things or any of that. I just need to let you know what's really going down. Because that's important in a woman's life period. I know my brother, he's much like my husband, you guys. They don't really say much. They will say that if you ask them, they're going to say how they feel and don't take them to another level because then they're going to act a certain kind of way. Otherwise than that, they don't really say much. So my sister being strong-willed and and a strong woman of God and a strong woman, period, And me being a strong woman of God and a strong woman, I have a tendency sometimes, I don't mean no harm. Don't be laying down because I'm going to walk over you, and I don't mean no harm. But I really Mm -hmm. like the fact what you said. Why is it so easy, you guys, for us to pray for other people and their Mm loved ones and their families? Just like I told you, I was hurting because of the people that I love are going through. And then I come home and I can't kiss my husband or I have nothing good to say to him, then something's wrong. Right. Because he tells me all the time, when I wake up, God is first, my first ripple. I'm the second ripple and you're my third. At first I used to be offended, but I realized it is God first in my life, then me, and then him. Mm. It's nothing personal. I still, but what I asked God for was to honor him and to love him, and that's what God told me to do. And when I made those vows, that's what I was supposed to do. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I promise you I didn't operate on none of those vows. I made my own after I got married. Okay. God let me know. I'm... Yeah, he did. He let me know. Okay, for better. But if it get worse, you can go. Okay, for richer or for poor, I ain't even trying to feel poor. Okay, I'm not going to lie, you like, I ain't even trying to feel all that poor thing. You get me what I'm saying? For sickness and health, you better take your vitamins. You see know what I'm saying? I said no, to my husband the other you day, I, I was like, yeah, yeah. Because I said to my husband the other day, I've been feeling good. Don't forget, you was the one that got sick. He said, okay. I was like, Lord, forgive me. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. I didn't mean what I said. Because don't don't get beside yourself and think because you're on top today that you may not be down tomorrow. That's what I want to say, Seth. Baby.
1: Let me tell you. Um I, I guess so much has come out of this and and for me one of the important things is to recognize pride. This pride cuz it's pride that causes us to put up that defense mechanism and not um and not yield um ourselves as we should. You know, I'm so serious. It's like my pride said I could take you or leave you. My pride said because of everything I have been through in the past, not just with you, cuz you know we bring all that other crap right on into the relationship too, even when we think we're we're not. Even when we say we're not going to do it, we do. We bring all that other baggage that we said we have left in the past, we bring it right into the relationship, which is so wrong, okay, on so many levels, all right? But we do that. And pride says, oh, I'm not going to allow myself to be subjected to possibly getting hurt. So pride say, I can take you or leave you. Pride say, you know what, whatever, brother, you know? Whether you hear or gone, it is what it is, you know, but it's it's like I said, it's like we have to we have to get to those places of uncovering mm-hmm. now and, and it, this is interesting, thank you, Holy Spirit, because I have been asking God to cover me in certain situations that I'm walking through right now. And I'm, I thank God that he will do that. He will hide us. He will cover us with his feathers. You know, we can, we, can, we can hide behind his shield and buckler against different things and the enemy and other things. But there is an inward uncovering sometimes that has to happen for us to be remolded, reshaped, I have something on my my whiteboard in my office that I wrote last year before the pandemic hit because it was going through, the the company was going through um, transition. And what I wrote, I saw this quote and I wrote it on my board. It says, sometimes times of, uh, what is it? Sometimes times of transition brings about transformation times of transition brings about transformation. And and when God begins to uncover things within us, we need to allow that uncovering to bring about transformation into whom God is calling us to be. And so, like I said, I'm just, you know, we are being transparent here. I'm being totally open and honest that I had to think and understand my could take it or leave it was my pride saying, hey, you know what? Mm, I'm cool. I'm good. You and me, Jesus. Either way it goes. And then it was like, oops, slap right upside the head. Wait, Lord. <laughs> okay. I know my silly butt has said some crazy things and probably have done some crazy things, but wait, Lord, wait, wait, let's talk. Come let us reason together. Okay? Seriously. Because I'm going to be the first to admit um, right this moment, I didn't mean none of that.
2: Please, please hear me. You know? Uh, Amen. And he, you know what? You know what such a blessing says? That he's our father. See, when you pray, you should pray our father, my father in heaven, mm. because mm. he is personal. See, personal. Yes, personal. Mm. Because, see, you guys, it's not a matter of anymore. I, I used to say this to you guys all the time, and it's coming back to my spirit to say this again. We cannot believe and trust in him the way our grandmothers and our mothers and our forefathers or how we learned it in religion as religion. It's about a personal relationship.
1: Yeah. That's why
2: he knows us by heart, he knew he knew when you prayed, that's why he honors it and I, I I tell people all the time, I know he's up there laughing at me going, okay, go, go get that fool, y'all know, <laughs> you know I love her. y'all know she was gonna trip out y'all I, okay, angels, go get her, oh Lord, she mm-hmm. fell into shit again, go get her, you know what I'm saying because I'm not perfect i'm not we're not on this show. I'm thanking God not because it's happened to my brother or any of that, but for God, I realize I'm not the only one that he's yanking their chain saying, okay, because what we have to believe, no, you guys, all of our lives, we have had a false sense of thinking, Mm. because we've seen, Corlett's mama was like that. Her mother didn't adopt her. My grandmother said she'd walk down the road, be looking all good and everything, dressed nine to nine, Okay, but have her little clutch, her little uh, what we call a little cigarette purse, a little small little clutch with a gun in it, and she didn't play. My grandmama did the same thing, smoked cigarettes and gambled. So what I'm saying is, we don't need to. Those things are trying to breed in us, and God is saying, no, I can't bring your family back into your life and let them love on you. But you, did you forget that I bless you with a husband? Okay. My biggest thing, you guys, is, is having to say, let me talk to my husband first. Hmm. Because my attitude before was, "He going to like it or don't. Okay, don't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I have to, you guys, I have to, because I'm like, I make money. I'm going to spend it the way I want to. Hmm. But I have to realize he is important. I did something tonight I had to say to him. It wasn't that I wasn't disregarding you. Please forgive me. I'm just asking your opinion. And then, of course, he don't say what I want him to say. So now my <laughs> mind know what I said. I don't care. Stay or leave. Think, I, I mean, have you asked you begin with. Yeah, you, you can go on this pride, trip and That's that pride,
1: girl. That's that pride. Right.
2: Right. And I thank you, Jesus, for breaking me because he knows me by heart. Because if the world did it, you guys would kill me. I love the Lord because he hears my cry and he knows how to handle me. Please know I'm no different. I make mistakes, y'all. I still cuss sometimes. I ain't going to lie. I will have a cocktail. I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. Trust me. I'm not trying to put up a front, but what I'm saying is he knows what's best for me. Don't judge me. Love me. Because one, one verse I believe in, you guys, judge and you shall be judged mm. and i will tell you you don't want that catastrophic event to happen to you you don't want to be judging people all your life and god send judgment on you because i promise okay. you it don't feel the same you don't mm. want to gossip and talk about people this is what the lord is telling you to speak and then all of a sudden he turns it on you now they are talking about you it don't mm-hmm. feel good you don't want to be hateful and choose people because of their boosiness or they got money and going on because eventually God will see you down, and guess what? People will turn the same people that you was looking down on, they'll be looking up at you, and that's the worst feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. You don't want that to happen. So all I'm saying is, no, we're not perfect. But when you see yourself, what they say, the song says, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. And once you do that, God will do the rest. I love mm. you guys, and I mean that. I hope you guys got something out of what we were talking about today because we love you guys. Absolutely. We try to, I, I know me and my sister. Today, I promise y'all, this was not easy for her. So what she told you guys was the real. Mm. It's that independent spirit. And God was just saying, you know what? I've always loved that independent spirit, but now you kind of, mm, mm. I'm, let me yank your chain a minute let you realize what's yep. valuable. And for her yep. to say what she said, then we know that God is getting ready to do a new thing in her mm. life because he yanks our chains to make us better, not worse. Amen.
1: Amen. What, what, what you is, know,
2: is your closeout? What you want to say to close this all out? With all not, bow on and not
1: close out is this. Um, thank you, Lord, for the boldness of transparency. Because there are so many others that walk the same roads that we walk, and they, A, think they're okay doing and saying what they're saying, B, think that nobody else would understand the conflictions of their feelings, okay, um, and C, are too hard on themselves when God loves them unconditionally, so I thank God for the the boldness of transparency where He can use this platform to talk to you guys and to let you know you 're not alone you're not the only one that has conflicting feelings you 're not the only one that walks in pride you're not the only one um, that does not does not Um, recognize the giftings of God. Now, one other thing I want to say before I close out, and it's not necessarily in relation to our topic, but I, I feel in my spirit is really important. Well, it is related. When God gives you an unction in your spirit about something, follow the unction. Follow the unction because that can that unction also can be an eye-opening experience, okay? I was supposed to be in Las Vegas yesterday conducting or officiating a wedding that I had promised to do months ago, okay? When we got here to Atlanta a month, well, it's been a month now, a month ago, I told my husband, baby, I am not feeling this. I just do not feel, we've been traveling, 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 I thank God for the travel, but I was not feeling going back to Vegas this weekend. Just was not feeling it. And he said, but baby, you gave your word. I said, I know, I don't know why, but I am not feeling this. And so I reached out to my daughter-in-law because it was her, well, uh, um, my her and her my son's niece that was getting married, and I said, Tina, the tickets are five hundred dollars. I'm just like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it back to Vegas. I am so sorry. Please let Jackie know. And she was like, okay, no problem. Um, what actually what she did was got um a one-time um um approval to conduct the wedding herself, which was cool. Anyway, bottom line was, had I been in Vegas, I wouldn't have been here when my husband um basically collapsed or whatever, and he'd have been here disoriented by himself. So you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Even though you don't understand it. If God is speaking something to you about a decision you need to make or have made and even to reverse that decision, do it. Do it. Let God lead you. Change your, your rigid attitude, even in like what we've been talking about tonight, even in how you feel about your relationship. And, you know, you may in your spirit be saying, I'm leaving this individual, but God is giving you an unction to say, no, your blessing is with this individual. You need to hang in there. Follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. It's vital that you do that. Because I promise you, if you allow God to leave you, it's going to change your perspective on the situation. You just have to make sure you're open to what God is saying and how he is leading you. Change your perspective in your obedience to God. That's that's how I want to close it out. So, sis, we got a, a minute and a half left. Pray for the people.
2: Lord, I just want to first, in the name of Jesus, pray for our homeland and the circumstances and the situations that's going on. For those with the flooding in Tennessee, to the drought in Colorado, Las Vegas, and the different things, I'm praying for us first. Yes. Then I'm praying for the people in Afghanistan, the people yes. that are in Haiti, and the different people brought and throughout our brothers and sisters, regardless of the fact, they are. Lord, I'm listening up to people, our family that listens to us, That whether it's today, tomorrow, tonight, next week, whenever it is. I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that you will be able to reach out and know God for yourself and ask him to come into your life and to save you and to make you a better person because that's really all about growth. To take the gifts and the, and the talents that he's given you to make them great, not for you, but for him. Mm. I thank God again for the leading of the Holy Spirit again, for my sister not to go, because my brother would not have been here. The Lord just told me if she would have went. So when you make plans, you guys, it's not hard. Just put God in them first. Tell sometimes people you got to tell them if God be willing, Hmm. because I don't know what he's going to That's right. And I'm going to tell you, I told my husband today, God laughs at the plans that we have for ourselves. I don't want you guys to be disappointed when you make goals. It's okay to make goals. It's okay to go forth. But understand, if God throws a wrench in it, he's throwing a wrench in it for a reason. If God yanks amen. your chain, he's yanking your chain for a reason. Please look up and see God for his goodness and for the purpose that he's given you on this earth. Seek it. Mm-hmm. Find it fast. I love you guys, and I pray for the nourishment of your body. For Christ's sake, amen. I love you guys. Be blessed. I love you, Amen. Seth. Amen.
1: I love you. Guys, we're, we're thankful to have been able to share this time with you. We pray nothing but the best of God's blessings over your life. Have an incredible week. And if the Lord say the same, we will be with you. Same
2: God, God time. Same God in time.
1: Same God God channel.
2: God bless. Amen. We love you, guys. Be blessed. I love you, Seth. Love you, too.
0: Thank